Oh, the open is really unhinged this week. Oh, good. Three pop music super fans. Hi! With the state of pop music right now. You have one minute to say your goodbyes. This is Pop Corner, a podcast by the kids at Project U. So that Why was Big Brother in there. Big Brother was in there, and then it was Katy Perry saying hi at the start of the Pop Corner, the Project U podcast in oh, session. Didn't catch that. Didn't I had no idea who any of those people were. Well, they're all they're both icons. They're both icons. Uh, you've got Nick Kelly, you've got Grace Guard, you've got Nathan, and you've got one of the best new songs of the week. Welcome to the circus that is the brand new Katy Perry song, Smile. Brand new album has been announced from the queen of being a clown, Catherine Elizabeth Hudson. <laughs> and it's very good. It's called Smile. We just want to have a quick listen yeah, to it. I'm Scratch that, baby. I'm Where has this Catherine been for many years, Nathan? Well, look, she's still been around. Yeah. But just not not quite this level of just pure bubblegum pop. Yes. I was going to say, I feel like we got a bit of a taste of it with Chain to the Rhythm and then Never Really Over was really good, but then she just keeps, like, dropping these really average... It's a rollercoaster. ...singles in between. Yeah, it's a rollercoaster of emotions. I have... I have liked them all. <laughs> Were you on board for Harleys in Hawaii? Yes, I was no. absolutely on board. Absolutely not. I was right like, on the back. Like, it was fine. <laughs> it was just so boring. Yeah. Uh, hey, big show today. Zara Larson's coming on. Uh, sort of. Like, I've got a couple of grabs from an interview that's on the blog. But, um, yeah. I was like, what? I'm not prepared for this. <laughs> but there's, there's Zara Larson content that we have the intellectual property for on the show today. Which you should be looking forward to. Plus, we'll unpack the brand new single, Lovely Land. Uh, the pop quiz is coming up as well. Chart Watch, there's lots of cooked stuff on the charts. But right now, uh, we start with our favourite three songs of the week. We all get to pick one. Nathan, you're up first. What you got? My song of this week is one by my fave, Milo. That's M-Y-Y-L-O. He's from the US. And I don't think he's ever put out a song that I don't like. Um, and the song this week is just so ridiculous. It's called Kissing On Your your dad this is excellent yeah. good lyricism from Milo is this like the Stacy's mom for the gays yes Wait, does that say stealing all his hats? Yes. Yes. <laughs> as someone with a, a, a gay father who many people refer to as a silver fox, I feel personally <laughs> attacked by this song. <laughs> Hello, Jason. If you're listening, it's Pop Corner. <laughs> that was bad. Let me do that one again. Pop Corner, a podcast by Project U. All right, Grace, you're up next. What you got for us? Yes, I'm a big fan of this brand new song from Asta and Lonely Disco. Who's Lonely Disco when they're at home? We know Asta. I've ah. been on the podcast many a time. Who is this Lonely Disco situation? I will tell you in one second when my laptop unlocks. Beautiful. Always good to have new Asta music out there, though. Just one of those artists oh. that delivers and delivers and delivers. I feel like it's a different sound for everything she releases, but it's always a sound that I like. This is something different, though, isn't it? It's, you know... 
It's been very pop the whole time, but this is almost like a 70s funk kind of infused situation. Well... This is cool. I really like this. I was saying I wasn't... I hadn't quite connected with it initially, but... I'm into it. Very into it. I was having a look at uh, Lonely Disco, their profile on Triple J Unearthed, and it was described as how the 1980s thought 2020 would sound. So it's kind of like... hmm? Yep, I I see it. I hear it. I like it. Bit of futurism in there. Bit of... She's such a good vibe, isn't she? So good. Yeah, cool. And Asta's got some really cool stuff coming as well. I don't know if I can say that or not, but ah, there's some cool is, stuff coming. Is she the girl with the wigs? No, that's Evangeline. <laughs> Get these people it's the confused. Girl with the wigs. It's Evan- oh no, Evangeline is the girl with the wigs. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I. It's been years since I've met all of these people and I just kept confused about these two. <laughs> all very talented and we love them all, but no, this is Asta. Very talented. Cool. Dust it off is the name of that. one of Tasmania's favourites. This is one of Tasmania's preeminent talent. Uh, dust it off. Lonely Disco and Asta. Check that one out. Pop Corner. A podcast by Project U. Um, I'm going to bring you something that just like exploded the, the Triple J universe and some of the blogs a couple of weeks ago. It's by someone called Ashwarya. Um, first proper single this one. It's called Psycho Hole. Starts out kind of like a Billie Eilish-esque element to it, but not as whispery. And, and you know, we've talked about on at length on this podcast about those whispery vocalists that are really fucking boring and that we kind of, you know, just wish there were a couple more divas out there. Something about the way this person sings is like, it's, it's quite whispery and quiet, but really energetic at the same time. And what, what you'll see as well is the song starts like this then... And it gets a second win. And here's my favourite bit, the piano. I'm so into this song. It's a very unique sound. Yeah. I can I can see it ticks a lot of Triple J boxes. Yes. Yeah, I just find the combination of those two sounds really interesting. Like going for that Billie Eilish-esque sort of, you know, really simple production, just sort of like some hats and claps and stuff. And then into this extra little warps into this new world as well. Ashwarya is her name. Psycho Hole is a song. Check it out. It's cool. It's Pop Corner. What am I doing here? It's Pop Corner. All right. Are you guys ready? Um, we've had an update to the Zara Larson update opener. Oh. <gasps> What's this? Hello. It's me, everybody. I am eating Salomon. This is Project U's Zara Larson update. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, iconic. So... Zara's back. 
back with a vengeance. <laughs> Brand new song, killer music video. Announced unofficially that there's an album coming. That's done. It's ready to roll. A lot of uh, Justin Tranter, Julia Michaels involvement. But the new song is called Love Me Land, which we were trying to hypothesize the other week what Love Me Land meant. Like, was it a you know, was it a theme park? Was it a was it a, a world beyond? We didn't know. It doesn't mean Did she anything. buy some land and she loves it? Yeah, exactly. We didn't know. We were wrong. We were wrong there because we needed to remember it's a Swedish pop song, so it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> it's like cake by the ocean. It's a metaphysical state, I believe. It's a metaphor. I love me lands. How do you have um, so, if you go to the Project U blog, it's projectu.tv, there's going to be a chat with Zara up real soon, uh, talking about what this song's about. It has everything that I want for me in a song. Like, it's mm. fun, it's upbeat, but I still, it's still a lot of singing, and it's sassy. It, it makes me really happy. She also said it's like the first song she's written in about five years, it's not about sex. And she, she started the conversation being like, I'm just so in love right now, like, and I just wanted to write about that, and I was like, oh, it's really nice. Who, do we know who she's dating at the moment? No. I don't think it's the one that... The one, the model that Brian. she was thirsty yeah, for. Yeah, I don't think that's still happening. So I don't know. Okay. Here we go. Good for her. I love it. It's so good. Yeah, are you into this, Nathan? I, was, I, was, I wasn't sure whether you would be. Like, maybe my favourite, um, like, Michael's song since um, Love Myself. Like, Whoa. it's so good. It does have a bit of a, like, this is my favourite part. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely not what anyone was expecting, I don't think. And that's what is good about it. It's not bubblegum. It's not like a, you know, electro pop song. It's, it's completely different to the stuff she's done in the past, but I'm very into this whole vibe. I adore the sound of this song. I love this part from, like, here on. But there's something missing. Okay. And... I love, and it feel like when you're at a really fancy restaurant and they give you your meals and they're so tiny and everything about it is so perfect and there's so many elements that you love, but you kind of still leave hungry. Great analogy. That's where I'm sitting at the moment. Is that what a first single's meant to do though, Nathan? The first single's meant to give you an appetizer. It's meant to be your, you know, your herb bread. I don't know, I don't know. I think it's I think it's great. I love it. Yeah. I feel like with a big hook, this would be a fifteen out of ten perfect pop song. It's but got I think one. it's that, that lack no, it doesn't have a big hook. Um I was talking to her though because I haven't spoken to Zara in about five years. Uh was obviously, you know, had to make mention of all the time. And, like, what's changed? What's going to make this one fly, whereas all the time didn't really fly? Yeah, and we just prepared. And we just, like, we have, like, a follow-up. We have the album. Like, I have the cover. Like, I don't know. In my world, this never happened. Like, I am the most unorganized person (laughs) in the world, probably. So she's got her shit together, which is a wonderful thing. And hopefully this means the stuff's going to fly. We love excited. Yeah. No, it's going to be a fun era. I just think the world's better when Zara's making music. So good to have her back. Check out that arm chat. It's on the Project U blog right now. 
chart watch. All right. A lot of interesting things happening in the charts right now. Um, let's start towards the top on the Spotify charts around the world. Um, albums from two people who are now dead um, are predominantly making the Spotify charts between Pop Smoke and Juice World. Um, so we will focus on different things. This is Plume's remix of Blue by Eiffel 65. It's number four on iTunes in Australia. Thoughts? Can I say this uh, this remix of Blue by Eiffel 65 is so much better than the Naya one? Who's Naya? The Say Say So. There's a Felix Yarn remix. Oh yeah. Oh some say. Oh, some say. Yeah. Some the say. one that just took the melody. Yeah. Yes. Uh, for those, I much prefer the Flume version. For those who aren't across uh, the song that Grace is talking about right now. So don't please don't be by a erasurist. Um, Felix Yen is on this song as well. It's by erasure to not remember him. Um, I said Felix Yan. Oh, did you? Oh, sorry. That's yes. A, okay, that's my bad. Go back to the tape. Uh, <laughs> Listen, it's a Felix Yan remix. Oh yeah. I think maybe Flumes should go and do some more pottery or something. <laughs> a lovely time with his life, isn't he? He's really enjoying things, I think. Appears to be, yes. Appears to be, yeah. Um, okay, so that's that one. Also doing pretty well in Australia right now is uh, number eight. New Veronica's called Biting My Tongue. Shout out to Sam Bluer. Had a song with the same name. Um, I keep banging on about myself, but I did an interview with the Veronica's the other day and it was like... 25 minutes of Lisa trying to work out how Zoom works and great. 15 minutes of them talking about energies and um, star signs. So Fantastic. Guys, we're like six months into coronavirus now. Everyone should know how to use Zoom. <laughs> they don't. I, I realised this the other day. They don't um, know how to use Zoom. We've said nothing about the song. I oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I think it's wild that they're still working with DNA. Really didn't see yeah. that coming. Yeah, I agree. Like, this is a band that has, like... Worked with everyone all across the globe. They've had huge hits in all different territories, yet they're continuing to work with DNA, the the great hit makers. It's not like they're a bad duo or anything, yeah, but I'm just, there's options. Isn't I'm, there? a bit, I'm a bit bored with it. Interesting, interesting from you. DNA, DNA need to focus on getting together with dummy im and staging um, Australian Eurovision coup next year. Uh, also, Speaking of Eurovision... Yeah, no, oh, no. No, no you go, no, go. I was just go- <laughs> Have we all seen the new Eurovision movie? I tried. I just can't stand no. Will Ferrell. And I, I hate watching. Will Ferrell so much. It would have been such a good movie without him. Why do you guys hate oh. Will Ferrell? That's mean. I hate him. I know that I hate you're, him. you're a, like, I don't know, straight person that likes that Nick made me watch Anchorman once him. on a plane so I couldn't escape and it was just the oh. worst two hours of my life. Anchorman's <laughs> a great movie. I saw Anchorman 2 on my own when I was in London. It was great. Fantastic. No one would come with me. That's why I saw it on my own. <laughs> I was watching Anchorman 2. Um, yeah, Interesting, interesting uh, Eurovision coup idea. Hey, also starting to climb up the charts at the moment, and I've removed it from my screen for no apparent reason. Um, it's good to have a many K making music again. It's been a oh, few mm. years. This song has been in my head. Oh, right! I was so catchy. So close to bringing this song to the podcast for my favourite of the week, so I'm glad we're talking about it anyway. I think I'm a stan. I think I like this man. Wouldn't say he's doing much of the heavy lifting on the track itself, but... I don't know much of that man. I think from memory he was on Love Island. And what? 
He's a DJ, but they've sort of turned into a producer. He's had a couple of hits. This was the first one called Sorry. This is good. Yeah, he's, he's one of those good house producers. Then he had this, which I loved as well. I was listening to this song, like, yesterday. Yeah, bang up. Big gay box, and now teaming up with an actual gay person. We love the head and heart. Yeah, very catchy. Very into Joel Corey and Amenike. And Amenike just looks, like, so gorgeous at the moment. Like, everything that Amenike is in, all the TV appearances he's been doing for the track, just looks happy. Looks me happy. Lovely. This country needs to stand Amenike. Get on with it. Re-release Tongue, one of the great hits. Tongue was so good. So strong. Shot watch. Just wanted to let you guys know also that rising up the charts at the moment, number 22 in Australia, is Sam Smith's live cover of Coldplay's Fix You. Yep. Haven't heard it. It's bizarre. (laughs) Brainworms. Unfortunately. Uh, James Bay has a new song. It's called Chew On My Heart. I haven't heard it yet. I'm not going to be playing any of it. We, we did like one song from him last year. Because we briefly stand. Yeah, and, when he took the hat um, off. <laughs> yes, when he took the hat off and cut his hair, I was into we it. We liked it. Yeah. He actually started making music of note. Yeah. But yeah, this new one I haven't heard yet. I'll... um. Investigate it in your own time. Yeah, you can do that. (laughs) Good impression. Uh, Number 63 as well, and I actually love this. New Ava Max, featuring one of the great pop guitar solos of our time. Unless it's Orienti, I don't want it. (laughs) I actually really like this song too. Yeah, no, it's fun. He's had a pretty good good bop ratio. It's just, just the most boring... Production from Circuit, who oh, like that his counterpart, oh, is it Doctor Redacted, um, <gasps> has not evolved in the past five years. The great Orianthi, who I thought was on stage with Alice Cooper at the Firefight no. concert, and tweeted, "Orianthi's <laughs> doing great," and it wasn't Orianthi. <laughs> The Alice Cooper fans came from Absolute peak view Are there really like Alice, Alice Cooper fans Coming Literally. for anybody on Twitter? Yeah, they're all eggs but I yeah. can't speak to that Because I was not present For the Alice Cooper performance I was getting food Right, yeah It was a smart choice It's very loud I'll give you that much It was very loud um, Alright that's, uh, that's the charts there's all, there's a, It's been an interesting week On the charts So keep up guys You know Keep looking Stream smile Stream smile Album alert. Album alert. Album alert. My paneling's so good today. Throwing it out there. I bring up Smile from Katy Perry with... Yeah. Click your fingers and I'll do it. It'll happen. Um, lots of records out this week. Lots of fun ones. Uh, have you heard of any of the artists? Probably not. Uh, but... Nope. <laughs> oh, like, there was a couple of big, you know, big out. Lime Cordial put an album out. You'll be pleased to know. Uh, there's a chick called Elio, though. I think I might have brought her to the podcast a few weeks ago. Um... Put out her first ever EP. She's Charlie XCX's quote unquote protege. Um, the EP is called You and Me, but Mostly Me. Which I think is a great Is that a title. reference to the Book of Mormon? I don't know because I didn't see it. Um, anyway, I want to play one song. <laughs> Remember when we went to London and I refused to go and see the Book of Mormon? 
Well, you went and saw Matilda the musical. That's right. Loved you it. probably would have preferred the Book so of Mormon, to be honest. Probably. Now I've my taste as well. Um, this song's called Waste of Emotion. Give it a whirl. Cause I don't want to Find a million situations to get stressed about And it's probably gonna be fun I don't wanna overthink this much Very lyrical pop she does What a waste of emotion She sings in italics It's gonna be Not quite cursive for the italics Yeah, I'm into this um, check out the whole thing. There's like seven tracks on there and they're all really good. You and Me But Mostly Me is by Elio. Um, also out this week, and this is wild. If you had told me six months ago that I was going to be a DMA stan by the time I turned 25, I would have thought you're crazy. Um, but their new album's come out. It's called The Glow and it is phenomenal, big, loud stadium pop music. Here's um, one track, the new single, Criminals. Horns and samples. You don't need me. And Tommy, who sings for them, has just the most beautiful voice. Like I do like this song. Yeah, it's great. And there's a couple of other ones on the album that are quite like this. Energetic, fast pop music. And not, uh, there's been so many plugs back to the blog, but I did a lovely chat with DMAs about this album. And they're basically like, yeah, we want to keep evolving. We wanted to make a giant pop re- record. And they teamed up with a guy called Stuart Price, who did All the Lovers for Kylie Minogue to make this whole album. So, oh. yeah. Oh, my um, God. He's done like... No, I'm just singing like, maybe there's stuff on this that I'll, I'll like, but it, I find it hard to get past what they did to Cher's Believe. <laughs> I didn't hate that version. And you know what? No. What upset me about that at the time is I didn't know they were pop fans. I thought they were a rock yeah. band doing it as a as a sort of piss take almost. And that Bit was what upset, but upset me. I think that was fine, but all of the like fans of, of that song that were like, oh, this is like a, such a funny piss take. Yeah. And like, they've made an awful song good. And that's, I think, what upset me. Yeah, because it's fair. such a good song and it doesn't need that treatment. Agreed. But you know what? If they are pop fans, then I'm willing to give them a little more yeah. slack. And that's what has, what has been my discovery recently about this band. Um, so, yeah. If you have written DMAs off in the past, go and give this record a listen. My, I think you'll be surprised. My brain has never once retained any information about DMAs. I'll read their name all the time. Truly haven't got a clue. I just know they're Triple J people. Darlings. Uh, three mates Do we know what West. DMA stands for? No. I haven't asked. Hmm. Um, yeah, Three Friends in the Inner West. They had a really good song when they first came out called Delete. It was just this like beautiful mm. songwriting. Um, and then I lost that. They lost me because they put too many guitars in. Um, but now I'm like going back on some of their past stuff and going, you know what? I think... I wrote this band off unfairly. This is a band that I really like and a band that I desperately want to go and see live. And they're doing a bunch of those little intimate shows. I think they've announced 17 shows um, in Sydney alone next month. Obviously, they're going to be small shows. They're, you know, socially distanced, intimate gigs. But that could be fun. Um, One more album alert for you, but it's more of an EP alert situation, is a kid we were talking about the other week, uh, Christian Kostov, uh, runner-up of the the Eurovision 2017, I think. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Nathan, you some more digging on this this record than I have. Yeah, so it's called Mood, and with a colon on the end. It. 
Yeah, and every song on it is good. So, good hit rate. Like, every single one, good. See, sometimes you don't need an album. You no. put out six great songs. Um, but this one's called Depressed on a Wednesday. That is a movie. Like all of them, good. Unless <laughs> it's Christian Kostov. Smart pop star, that guy. Um, doing a lot of work with his own brother, Daniel Kostov, um, on the production side of things. I like you said his own brother, like his brother wouldn't be his brother. Shut up. It's been a big weekend. <laughs> yes, so many interviews. Zach Sang has been shaken. We get off. How is Zach Sang? I miss Zach Sang. I haven't seen his head or heard his voice in so long, and that is exactly how I like my life to be. No. Loved his chat with um, Michaela, the CGI pop star. That was a great chat. <laughs> have, you guys looked at, have you guys seen Michaela, the, the CGI pop star? No. There's a CGI pop star called Michaela, and she's got like 2 million followers, and she's putting out bobs, but they're all computer generated. Um, she's like an AI thing, and like all her posts are computer generated generated and now they're looking at bringing in a law in the US that um, makes because she's she's also an influencer and she'll promote brands but she's not a human being and obviously human beings have to do the sponsored post thing or they can be sued but Michaela is obviously not a real human being so they're bringing in a law that makes any CGI influencers have to announce when they're doing something that's been sponsored that's been paid for what? but do you think that a CGI influencer is just a big fan of this skincare like of course it's an ad yeah, but people's idiots. <laughs> yes, that's why they've got to bring in laws. Uh, Christian Costa. She doesn't have skin. <laughs> Project Use Pop Quiz. All right, Nathan's taking the reins of the pop quiz this week. What are we doing? We are doing some questions, and they are certainly questions. <laughs> Thank you. Excellent. I will hopefully right. provide answers. Names of buzzers. Uh, so, first question. Um, this week, Zara Larson invented her own word, vernacular, as we know, in, in her song Love Me Land. I love her. Uh, did the word vernacular originate from Latin or Greek? Oh, God. Grace. Yes. I'm going to guess Latin. You would be correct. <laughs> Amazing. Very good. Good question. Um, like that. Nice little spin on pop music. You know, uh-huh. you found your angle. I like that question too. What does vernacular mean? It's just her making vernacular rhyme with vocabulary. I love her. Ah, oh, yes. Understand. Um, Poetic so license, some would say. <laughs> this week, I listened to this strange underground podcast no one's ever heard of called Flop Stars. And they were discussing um, an album by Katy Perry called Witness. And they were very rude about the song (laughs) Bon Appetit. But Is that just a statement or is there a question attached? (laughs) Bon Appetit, I'll have you know, has an award-winning music video. And you just have to tell me in which MTV jurisdiction (laughs) did it win. The award was it MTV Europe Music Awards, MTV Video Music Awards, or MTV Video Music Awards Japan? <laughs> Nick, this, sh- this should have come up in my in my deep research of the record. Um, 
I'm going to say Japan. No, I'm going to say the MTV Video Music Awards. I think it was a big one. You um, would be incorrect. It was. Grace. It was. It was nominated for Best Art Direction. But yes, Grace, you are correct. Oh. It won Best Female Video in Japan. Female Video. Yes. What an and awful did you name. know? The music video got over 16 million views within 24 hours on YouTube, Stop which this. at the time was the most since Adele's Hello. And as of April 2020, what? it had over 901 million views on YouTube. Jesus. Almost a billion. That's the one where people are eating her, right? Yes. Yes. It's so yes. stupid. I love it. What were the words um, I used to describe um, the... Atrocious. Yep. There was one more. And revolting. That's correct. Doing my own pop quiz. You know what was pop- an underrated um, song on that album? Yeah. I mean, Pendulum for starters. Yep. Yes. Um, but also, Swish Swish was good. If you get to the end of the podcast, which Nathan refuses to because he was no, too I'm upset, not listening. <laughs> I'm not listening. You to will it. find that at the very end, we are quite lovely about Pendulum and a number yeah, of other I might songs skip on the record. To Pendulum. Yeah. See, she knows Pendulum was great. She did it on tour. That's right. But for some reason, did not work with those people again who on did this that project. song I, I can't remember his name he's the I think he's the guy who like worked on the fun album what's his name Jeff Basker Is oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah um anyway alright let's get into some clownery still one nil still one nil clownery coming right two, up actually two nil sorry just just letting oh, you know oh it's two nil god damn it um yeah. so I was thinking about the last time we had a lot of clown theming in pop music and it was pretty big in 2008. We had Pink's Funhouse, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. was which was circus themed. Um, can you tell me how many top 40 hits that album had in Australia? Oh, God. That had many. Mm. Nick. Jeez. Yes, Nick. Eight. All right, Grace. What's your guess? I don't think it was as many as eight. I'm going to guess six. Grace, you are correct. Yeah. Was I bang on or just closer? No, that was the amount. There's only six. There's um, more. Is there any more Glitter questions? Glitter in the Air failed to oh, of course. make the chart. And I think they released Ave Maria as a radio single, but it did not chart either. So, Nick, I think you were spot on with the amount of songs they tried. Of singles, yeah. But six charted. See, that was me um, being a, being an idiot and presuming that <laughs> all of them charted top ten. Yes, because at that point, every citizen of Australia owned the album, yeah. so why would we need to have purchased the single? Got it. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, any more questions? Because I've just played the so, winner bit. <laughs> well, I, I, do, I think I did win. These okay. questions are good. Okay. Yeah, cool. So, yeah. Um, that wasn't the only circus-themed... Oh, my humble apologies. Album of 2008. That's also the year Britney Spears did Circus. <gasps> yeah. Do you know how many top 40 hits that album had in Australia? Oh my god. How am I going to guess that? God, what a song this was. What else was on this album? Can you give us some clues? Actually, maybe you can't. Nathan's incredible lip sync for your life. <laughs> um, Nick. Mm-hmm. We, so we did this on the Flop Stars podcast, which is another podcast that I host. You can check out on all streaming services, wherever you Haven't get heard your, of it. or wherever no. you get your podcasts, as you meant to say. Um, I'm gonna say Circus had four top ten hits 
I'm going to go with four. Your guess is four. I'm going to say three. Yet again, Grace is correct. God damn it. Is there any more questions or has Grace won the thing? No, I still want to do the last one. I've already won, but let's keep going. Um, sweep. How many is that? Is that five right or four? So, so Nick, Radar Radar only got to number 46, so it just missed out. That's absolutely close. Um, I'm Radar. So this is something I just discovered today because I saw a tweet that was like, I miss Pitbull. And so... (laughs) Times were simpler when Pitbull was around. Do you know the last um, year a Pitbull feature charted in Australia? Oh. Nick? I mean... What do you reckon? I'm going to say it was Timber, and I'm going to say that was 2013. Okay. Grace? Grace. I'm going to say it was Fireball, (laughs) and that was 2014. Well, it was actually 2015. Ah! Um, With what what song? That's what I'd like you to tell me. Oh! Ah! This is hard! There were so many Pitbull songs and I can't remember any of them. Was it on the floor? No. Was it Shake That Samantha Jade featuring Pitbull? Yes! Was it actually? (laughs) That's the last time. I'm giving myself a winner bed for that. You what a whole winner bread for getting half a question right yes. after first getting it wrong. Yes. So when that song charted at number 32, that was the last time a Pitbull feature charted in Australia. Oh Isn't that God. wild? I had no idea it had been five years. Remember when they um, released that song twice? Because <laughs> they just decided it didn't do well enough. And they should release it again. <laughs> they were right to do it. Very Alicia Dixon, the boy does nothing energy. This one. And congratulations to Grace. Oh, so that's officially the last question. Who who just destroyed that quiz. You did blitz it. Well done, Thank Grace. Thank you so much. Well done, she. What was it? Six six to Grace, half a point to me, I think it was. That was the uh, sitch. One, two, three, four. Yeah, basically she got four and you got one. God damn it. Uh, all right, that is the podcast for this week. Any other final comments, questions, concerns that want to be raised? Yes, I'd like to read this tweet from at Pierce Spears on Twitter. Great. Katie releasing an album while pregnant is very risky and is a powerful feminist statement. Anyone not supporting it has violently misogynistic beliefs. <laughs> Have a lovely week. We'll be back next week with Troy Savan, new music. Oh. There's a new Chaz Cardigan song. I'm going to be having a great time next week. <laughs> I, go, I, I bring up Troy. <laughs> You've got Chaz Cardigan ready. Um, oh, there'll also be new music from the artists Jeans and Love Me Do in the next five days. Get ready for those. No affiliation with me. Bye, honeys. Bye. Bye. This is Popcorner, a podcast by the kids at Project U.